Welcome to Eagle's Nest Forum with Dr. Beecher Moorfield, an internationally known expert on biblically-based leadership and minister-to-ministers who will share thoughts from the Word of God on successful living. Now, let's join Dr. Moorfield for today's message. At that point, you need a miracle. Now, if, if that was a cheat, if you came into that, into that behind being behind the power curve by ignorance, you just didn't know. You, you got a God in heaven who will do whatever He has to to move heaven and earth to meet your need. When the children of Israel came out of Egypt, uh, what had God provided for them? What did they have in their possession when they left Egypt? Was there any, any sick among them? Any feeble among them? Any maimed or crippled among them? Any poor among them? Had everything they needed, right? But now they come to the Red Sea. Now at the Red Sea, all these Israelites, maybe two million of them, maybe more, led by Moses, they come to the Red Sea, Two things happen, neither of which they are prepared to handle. One is the Red Sea. Nobody can swim that far. So they needed a boat. All right, are you with me? The other was when they came out of Egypt, they came out without an army. No trained military. And they had the finest army in the world at that time running up their tailpipes. So here they are between the, the, the uh, what, what do they call it, rock and the hard place? There they are. Now they did not come to that place out of stubbornness against God. They had been in captivity for 30 years. They did not come to that place through willing disobedience to God. I'm talking about the ones that were there. It, there may have been some willing disobedience that ultimately brought them into captivity, but the people that were there had been obedient to God by taking the Passover lamb and, and, and obeying the Lord's commands to go out and follow Moses and so forth and so on. So they were not guilty at that point of being willfully disobedient to God. They were not guilty of not being aware of the covenant that they had. They, they had done that. But there were two things that they faced now both of which was impossible for them to handle it. The Red Sea, Pharaoh's army. So what happened? God did a miracle. God did a miracle. Now, maybe, maybe we'll get into this sometime, but I, I, I know I've talked about it in the past. Let me encourage you on your own. Uh, Go to 1 Corinthians chapter 12, and we're not going to do that tonight, but just write this down. Go to 1 Corinthians chapter 12, and read about the nine gifts of the Spirit. One of which is the gift of working of miracles. Are you with me? When you read that chapter, you will see something there that is very poignant that many people in the body of Christ today do not consider at all, and that is... Miracles don't just happen. 
If a true miracle takes place, it is by the hand of the Holy Ghost for the gifts of the Spirit, one of which is the working of miracles, are in His domain. Are you with me? They come, gifts of the Spirit come as the Spirit wills. Are you with me? You don't pray and get a miracle. You can pray and get a healing. You can pray and have faith exercised over a longer period of time and all things are kind of kind of things happen. But a miracle is a sudden, like that, move or action that counters or is in counterproductivity or opposite to, it is totally turns around the course of nature like that. The course of nature is not for the Red Sea to part. Got that? The tides may move it in and out a little bit, but by and large, you run across where they crossed and you're just going to drown. Okay? So for the Red Sea to part, the water stand up and not only to part, but the ground under it to become dry land. Dry land. And the water to stand up on both sides. The Bible says the waters were congealed in the, it's, it's like the, it's like the water moved up and the, that great wind that froze it. Can you imagine walking across dry shot on a long distance of land that had been underwater for since the creation? <laughs> Think about it. Okay. So when we when we look at that, that's a miracle. It happened like that. That wind happened that night, there, whoop, right across. The other thing that happened was Pharaoh's army was pursuing them, and God put a fire between Israel and and Pharaoh's army. And he did more than that. The Bible says that he did some kind of work on their chariots that they drave heavily. And, and uh, I've done some reading about that. And, and some people believe, and I kind of tend to believe it, that what happened was God squared the wheels off on the chariots. Square wheels don't run well on any kind of pavement, especially deep sand. And they're in the desert. Right? So that was, again, a miracle. It was a miracle. It happened like that. Nature could not have done that. But God did. And God did it quickly. That's a miracle. Are you with me? All right. Those do not just happen. They happen as the Spirit wills. And... I, when you when you have the opportunity to read First Corinthians twelve, you'll read about the the gifts of the Spirit. Then read in Galatians about the fruit of the Spirit. How many elements are there in the fruit of the Spirit? Nine. How many gifts of the Spirit are there? Nine. If you will do a really in depth study about what the fruit of the Spirit is. Let's start with number one. I'll touch on that tonight. What is the first element of the fruit of the Spirit? Love. Fruit of the Spirit, first element. Love. Love. Now, which, which are you responsible to do? Produce fruit or produce gifts? Fruit. Your job is to produce fruit. So in the eyes of God... What's more important for you, producing fruit or having a gift? Producing fruit. The first element of the fruit is love. 
What is the first element of the fruits of, of the gifts of the Spirit? Word of wisdom. A word of wisdom. It's a word about the future. It's a word about, that's known to God about what is before you. I can love you. Listen closely now. I can love you as long as I have understanding of what you're doing, why you're doing it, even if you're doing the wrong thing. As long as I understand why and what's I can love you. But if I come to a place where I do know where I no longer know why you're doing what you're doing, I don't understand it. Then before God will allow the fruit of love to be destroyed, because it says concerning the fruit of the Spirit, against such there is no what the Bible says? But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, and temperance. Against such there is no law. If you are producing the fruit of love in your life towards the people around you, and that means you're walking in obedience to the Word of God towards that person, before God will allow you to be, or allow your fruit of love to be destroyed, be taken down because something has happened that goes beyond your ability to understand why that person is doing what they're doing. God will bring to you a word of wisdom about what you need to do, about what's going to happen, about, uh, are you with me? So that you, having understanding, can continue to walk in love in that situation. Okay? How is it, how is it that, um, and this is something we have, you haven't thought about. Now, we know that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego had faith in God, didn't they? Yep. We know that Daniel had faith in God, didn't he? But what is it, do you think, that helped bring a knowing into them that was so strong that Shadrach and Meshach and Abednego would say to King Nebuchadnezzar, if you throw us in the fire, our God will deliver us. Now I realize that's faith in God, that's confidence in God. But having faith in God is, now faith is a substance of things hoped for. And But they said our God will. They weren't in the fire yet. It was a gift of the word of wisdom. Maybe we never thought about it that way before. How did Daniel know ahead of time? And even though they threw him in the fire into the den of lions, and he would be all right. Again, a word of wisdom before God. Even then, the fruit of it's the in the New Testament, the fruit of the Spirit is the is the the, the fruit of the recreated, reborn human spirit. It's not the fruit of the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit is not the fruit producer. You are. The fruit grows on the branches. Holy Ghost is not the branch. We are the branch. Okay? But the action of the gifts of the Spirit, because God hasn't changed and Jesus hasn't changed, the manifestation of the gifts of the Spirit, which come by Holy Spirit, manifest themselves in the same type circumstances, and etc., as they did in the Old Testament. 
the purpose behind it. This is the love of God that we want. 1 John 5.3 well, This is one of those defining terms. This is the love of God that we keep His commandments. So Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in refusing to bend or to bow, what were they doing? They were keeping the commandments of God. They were walking in the love of God. And before God will allow that love to be destroyed, Holy Spirit came on the scene with the gift of the word of wisdom, and they knew ahead of time, throw us in, we'll walk out. That, oh, the confidence that you can have when you are when you're operating in the word of wisdom. And hear me, listen to me. I am convinced the more I study the scriptures that there are many times when the gifts of the Spirit, such as the word of wisdom, are operating in our lives and we don't even realize it. Not because, not because we suddenly find ourselves in a place where we have to call on the name of the Lord right now, but because we know two or three days in advance, hey, when I call on the Lord, this is going to happen. Somebody can say, well, that's faith. Yeah, yeah, I understand. But it's also the gift of the operation of the word of wisdom. Knowing by the mind of God that certain things are going to happen. Mm -hmm. This is good stuff. Brother Frank. Yes, sir. Also, the Holy Ghost will, special faith in that situation will also produce the peace, the fruit of peace, correct? Yeah. As I started to say, you, if you list the gifts of the Spirit, list beside it the fruit of the Spirit. The, the gift... To correspond with Dr. Moorfield, you may contact him on his website at eaglesnestforum.com or join him on Facebook at facebook.com slash eaglesnestforum. And be sure to subscribe to the Eagle's Nest Forum YouTube page at youtube.com slash at sign Eagle's Nest Forum. Join us again next time for another inspiring message by Dr. Beecher Morfield.